What's up, everyone? This is James Quilty, and welcome to another episode of the Beyond Your Faith podcast. Today, I wanted to talk about, does God really care if you're in shape or not? Is it a sin to be overweight and not be nice and slim and trim? Well, I'm going to try and tackle that as best as I can today, so let's get to it. As followers of Christ, we know the reward that awaits us at the end of our lives. The big question is, how do we live our life here on earth as we walk towards eternity? Is it a sin to want to earn more money than what I already have, or should I be grateful for just getting by? Do I stay single like Paul, or do I get married? Am I less righteous for wanting a nice home or a new car? And is God more pleased with me if I'm in shape than if I was unhealthy? These are the questions that I had years ago, and through the scriptures, I found timeless principles that not only answered these simple questions, but unlocked a path to an abundant life that Jesus talked about. My name is James Quilty. Join me as I seek, share, and learn to apply the simple principles hidden in the Bible that teach us how to be successful in this life the way God intended. Welcome to the Beyond Your Faith Podcast. So I want to be upfront and honest. Uh, the Lord had put uh, this on my heart to share a while ago, and I've been kind of struggling with it, you know, back and forth. And the reason for that is, have you ever noticed that when you are in a church and the pastor has um, a, a sermon about uh, money, right? And everyone you know, either nods or, you know, they kind of sit back. Or if he starts, you know, to talk about, you know, you need to get yourself right with God or you're going to be going to hell, right? Everyone is is very attentive. And when they start talking about, you know, the, the different things that, you know, you need to really kind of cut out of your life, you know, everyone is, is, is pretty much, you know, on board with what the pastor is talking about. But the minute they start talking about faith, I've always noticed that all of a sudden there seems to be a... Um, blanket of uncomfortableness, right? You know, people start to squirm in um, their their chairs. And I never quite really understood that. And it's always like an elephant in the room, not only in church, but just everywhere you go, right? And um, the minute somebody starts uh, talking about health, there's always those people that are like, oh, well, you know what? You know, I'm just here to enjoy my life and, you know, I'm not going to sit around and have to eat rabbit food the rest of my life, right? And you hear those, those kinds of responses. And I know in a church setting, um, a lot of pastors, they always go to the scripture that talks about that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit, right? And yes, that is true. And yes, we don't actually have a physical temple like they did in ancient Israel. The Holy Spirit inhabits our body, and that scripture is alluding to that, that our bodies are the, the, the temple. It is the, um, the, the physical manifestation of what the uh, ancient uh, you know, temple was that you know, King Solomon you know, built. It's an ancient uh, representation uh, of that. But that, that's not what I wanted uh, to discuss. What I want to discuss uh, first and foremost is no, it is not a sin for you to be overweight. It's not, right? And um, does God care about you in uh, you know, being in shape or not? Well, in in the if you're looking at it from the worldly eyes, no, he doesn't care if you're healthy or not. But what he does care about is... Um, you living the life that his son died to give you, right? Um, and it reminds me of this ancient uh, proverb. 
and I can't remember uh, who said it or where I heard it from, and I apologize for that. I always like to give credit for things you know that I've learned, but I can't really uh, remember at this time. But it it's, it says this, that a healthy person has a thousand desires, but the unhealthy person has only one. I mean, just think about that, right? The person that is sick, they only care about getting healthy. And if you look in the, uh, the, the scriptures, uh, the people that were coming to Jesus, they weren't asking them to heal their finances, right? And not that we not that we know of. And there wasn't anything recorded about anyone coming to them. Can you heal my marriage, right? Or um, I'm having a different, uh, or I'm having you know uh, difficulties with um, you know the Romans. You know, can 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 you you know take me out of uh, of this uh, situation, right? But what do we do see? There was people that wanted to be healthy. They were either blind, they were deaf, they were mute, they uh, had you know crippling injuries. They all wanted to be healthy. So when we start talking about health, I'm talking about people that don't have any type of limitations, right? And when we are not uh, doing the things that you know we physically need to do to just keep this body functioning properly, we start to get sick. The body starts to break down, right? And um, and I wanted uh, you know to share, I wanted to share um, you know an experience you know that I had with a a client of of mine when you know they were asking me if I could help them to you know get in, into shape, right? And uh, you know they were uh, you know Christ you know followers, and um, you know they uh, specifically wanted to know. Well, if I don't get into to, if I don't get into shape, you know, will this you know affect me uh, spiritually? And and again, you know, uh, in you know all intents and purposes, I tell them, no, it's not going to affect you spiritually. But here is what I have learned: that we all want to do big things for the Lord, right? We all want to. Uh, you know, we all want to glorify the Lord and we also, you know, want, uh, you know, to be able to, uh, you know, do his work for the kingdom. But I submit this to you is that God is not going to set you up for, uh, for failure, meaning he is not going to send you out into the field. He's not going to, um, you know, have you, uh, you know, go and start a church and, you know, be shepherding people if you are not prepared for that, right? And one of the easiest ways that you can prepare for anything that God has placed on your heart is simply by getting, um, you know, getting in shape and start exercising. And why is that? Well, because it says in the scripture, and this is what I shared with, uh, you know, my client is it says that if you would be diligent with a little, then you would be trusted with much, Right. And so what are the things that we actually have control over, right? Well, we have control over the things we look at. We have control of the things that come out of our mouth. We have control of, you know, the things that we put into our mouth. We also have control of our, our body, right? We can't control what people say to us. We can't control what the government is doing. We can't even control what our spouse, you know, does. 
But what we can't control is what we do with our body, what we do with the things that the Lord has given us. And if you want to be trusted with spiritual riches, you want to be trusted um, to do something great for the kingdom, it first starts with what God has already given you. And so it is more so a test to see, well, if you can handle what I've already given you, then you're going to prove to me that you, know, you are going to be responsible enough to handle much bigger things. Does that make any sense? And so when it comes down to uh, health and wellness, I know the world you know, talks about, well, you know, you can get, look good naked and then, you know, uh, it, you, you must be in shape because, you know, if not, then, you know, you're, you're, you know, going to you know, be on all these medications and blah, 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 and all this stuff. And that's all worldly, right? And, and I, I say that tongue in cheek because uh, being in this fitness industry for about 16 years, go, you're going on 16 years now, um, it's all about how you look, right? Yes, they talk about health, but really what the world is talking about when it comes to health, it is how you look, right? It is, you know, do you have the nice you know, rippling muscles? Are you at a certain weight? And so on and so forth. But I submit to you that that is not the, um, the, the ultimate goal. The ultimate goal is to prove to the Lord that you can uh, be trusted with much bigger things. And it starts with what he's already given you. And I also love the fact that everything that you will experience in your life, good and bad, can be taught through uh, health and wellness, can be taught through uh, proper physical training, right? And what do I mean by that? Well, there's Jesus, you know, said that, um, you know, that you're going to experience uh, problems in this world, but to take heart because I have overcome the world, right? He's going to say, listen, bones are still going to break. Hearts are still going to break, right? You're still going to have problems in this world, but you know what? Now you have a hope. You have a hope in me because I've overcome everything. I have the ultimate authority for everything, and I'm going to be able to help you through that, right? And so uh, the same thing with uh, proper training, right? In order to be good at anything, you have to develop your skill set. You have to go through, uh, you have to learn something, then you have to know it, and then you have to be able to start you know, doing it so you can actually master it. And that goes with anything in life. And um, when you start on a a health and wellness uh, journey, it doesn't feel good at first. As a matter of fact, it feels really bad, right? Have you ever you know, um, started on a new exercise program, got really super uh, excited, and you're like, woohoo, this is awesome. I feel great. And you got all the endorphins you know, flooding you know, through your body. Um, and then what happens that next day? You're like, oh my God, I felt like I've hit a truck or I was hit by a truck, right? It happens all the time. But do you realize that that is a spiritual principle? If you look back in Genesis, right, uh, God kind of lays out his blueprint on how he creates and why does he do that? Well, because he first said, he first states that um, he created the heavens and the earth. And why is that? Well, I believe that, you know, he said that because he is showing to us that he is creative, right? And then he says that he's created us in his image. And why is he saying that? Well, because first he says that he shows us that he's creative. And then he tells us that he's created us in his image, right? Because he's stating, um, he's stating in essence that he created us to create and he created us to make things, right? And so now that we know that, you know, this is our process, he lays out for us that first, 
He's going to give us an, or first he's going to bless us with the ability to accomplish an assignment. Then he's going to give us the assignment. But then in Genesis 1:28, right? It says in there that we are to um, subdue and take dominion, right? Why does he say subdue? Well, if you look in the ancient, if you do a word search and you look um, in, you know, what that ancient, uh, what in ancient Israel, what that word, you know, meant, it means to stomp down. It means to push back, right? And the reason for that is why? Because anytime that you want to do something uh, great or anytime that you want to go to another level, what happens, there's always going to be some sort of obstacle that comes in uh, in front of you, into your path, right? And so the same thing happens with working out. The minute that you make that decision that, listen, I am going to get into shape, what happens? Well, all of a sudden you have all of this work to do. And then all of a sudden you have all of these, you know, family issues that are coming, right? All of these obstacles start coming at you. And why is that? Because God set it up this way, because he knows that without any type of obstacles, we are never going to really ultimately um, uh, reach our true potential, in order for a muscle to grow, you must put it under load. And I'm here to tell you that load does not feel good, right? And for you to grow spiritually and for you to actually, you know, become the person that the Lord created you to be, you're going to have to get under some uncomfortable loads. You're going to have to start, you know, um, experiencing some, some difficulties, some pain, right? It is that pain that, you know, develops that muscle, not only physically, but also spiritually. And when you get into an exercise program, it teaches you those principles. So this is kind of like a, a, um, a long way of, of saying, if I'm going to kind of wrap it up and bring it full circle, is uh, getting in shape or being out of shape and all in all, no, it is not a sin. No, it doesn't mean that God is going to love you any less. But if you want to do something great in your life, if you want to be able to experience the ultimate um, your life that Jesus died to give you, well, in order to experience that, it, 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 um, you have to learn certain spiritual principles. How are you going to do that? I believe that by exercising, by getting into shape, the end goal is not for you to look like some supermodel. It's not. Again, Instagram, Facebook, all of those you know advertisements and those magazines that you've seen, that's of the world. That's the enemy trying to um, trip you up by showing you, uh, you know, worldly things. That is not the uh, the goal of getting healthy. The goal of you getting into shape and the whole process is it teaches you spiritual principles. One, making a decision. Two, following through on the decision that you made, following through on that covenant that you made with yourself, becoming the person that is going to do the things that you say that you're going to do, and uh, also to teach you that Whenever you start off on a new journey, you are going to run into problems. You are going to run into obstacles. And how do you overcome those obstacles? You overcome them by developing the, um, the mental fortitude, by developing the mental muscle, right? And through exercise, it's hard. It's difficult at first. But the more that you do that, the more that you're consistent, the easier, I wouldn't say the easier, but um, you get more adapt to that uh, discomfort. Does that make any sense? And so by getting on an exercise program and training yourself, yes, the byproduct is you're going to be healthy. Yes, the byproduct is you're going to slim down. But I believe the ultimate um, 
the ultimate benefit of exercising is it teaches you spiritual principles that you can apply in your life for you to not only um, be successful in your career, be successful in your uh, your finances, be successful with your family, be successful with your spouse, um, be successful at raising your kids, and be be successful at uh, you know uh, working uh, with uh, with people in your relationships. It teaches you all of that in a very practical uh, sense. A lot of times uh, that I have experience that people, uh, Christians in church, they get all super spiritual, right? And what do they do when they, uh, experience, they experience problems or praying to Jesus, Jesus, please help me through this. Well, I'm just waiting on the Lord. Um, you know, I'm, <clears throat> I'm just, I'm just, you know, following where the Lord is leading me. But in, in, in all uh, honesty, is that really what Jesus died for, for you just to sit back and just wait for him to do everything? no. He wants you to do what he has already laid out for you to do, which is the work, right? He already told us in Matthew when he gave the great commission to his apostles and the apostles, you know, share that. And that's what we've been sharing for, you know, 2000 years now is what he shared with us that one, he has been given ultimate authority in heaven and on earth. Why did he say that? Because no matter what you're going to experience in your life, he is in control. He has the authority. And number two, he says that, that now he wants us to go and what? Make disciples of all the nations. Well, how are you going to train anybody to do anything if you haven't developed that mental fortitude, right? You have to learn how to overcome obstacles. You have to learn to overcome the vices in your life. That is going to teach you the principles necessary for you to be successful and also give you the ability to teach and coach others on how to do that. The problem with most Christians is that they've come to Christ but they're not willing to do the um, physical work to get out of those um, uh, or to let go of those physical vices. And that could be anything, right? But a lot of people have an issue with uh, food. And here's uh, something that's fascinating. If you uh, look at uh, Jesus's right before when he went into the, uh, the desert, right? And, and again, if you read the scriptures, I don't know about you, but I find it you know, kind of interesting. It's like, well, why did God put that in there? So it says that Jesus was um, you know, fasting. He was in the desert and he was fasting for 40 days, right? And then it says, and he was hungry. <laughs> well, I mean, just, that just like, well, duh, right? Why would the Lord put that in there? You know, of course, you hadn't eaten for 40 days. I'd be hungry. Why would he have to put that in there? And I believe that he put that in there specifically because of what the enemy came at Jesus with, right? If they never said that Jesus was hungry, would it really have that um, big of an impact by the enemy coming and saying, well, why don't you turn these uh, these stones into bread? No, it wouldn't. What was, um, the, what was Satan uh, tempting Jesus with? He was tempting him with our appetites. That's why it said that he was hungry because that would make that temptation just so much uh, more impactful. So you know, for uh, us, if we were hungry, how many times have we started on an exercise program and we know that we're not supposed to eat certain things and then what we, we get that smell and we drive by and what do we do? We give into it. Jesus was tempted with the appetites to show us that this is how the enemy gets us. He gets us with our appetites. And the majority of Christians are digging an early grave. Why? Because they're giving into this one appetite that they don't think is a big issue. And it all has to do with what Jesus was tempted with in the desert. And what was that? Food, right?
And there's nothing wrong with eating, you know, burgers. There's nothing wrong with eating fries. The problem is, is when that becomes your main staple. When um, I hear people saying, well, I just love food. Right then and there, I know that that is their God. That is what they're worshiping. And that is what the enemy is using to shackle them to uh, this earthly uh, body, right? That's what's holding them back. Does that make any sense? And so by getting healthy, what you're doing is one, you're learning spiritual disciplines. But number two, you are breaking the chains of the, of uh, slavery to your appetites and telling the enemy, no, you are not going to hold me back any longer. I am a son, I am a daughter of the Most High God, and I am not ruled by this flesh. I am ruled by the Spirit, and the Spirit makes the body submit. Does that make any sense? But you'll never be able to do that. You'll never be able to speak that with boldness if you're sitting around on the couch and eating bonbons or, you know, when everyone is going out for Sunday brunch and you're just ordering whatever, tacos, waffles, lasagna, whatever, all these high calorie foods, when you know that um, you shouldn't be eating it, when your belly is already hanging down, um, you'll pass your belt line, not to get too, uh, you know, graphic, but uh, when you're already doing that, guess what? You will never be able to speak that uh, with boldness. You have to develop that spiritual muscle. And I believe exercise allows us to do that. And the Lord has put us into this playing field so that we can become the person that he wants us to be. But it all starts with first working on the things that he's already given us. Don't expect the Lord to be able to uh, um, trust you with spiritual um, you know, blessings and spiritual treasures if you are taking what he's already given you and basically just, you know, I, I'm just going to live this life. You know what? I'm just going to, you know, do whatever it is I want to do because I only have one life, right? We're all going to heaven anyway. Have you ever heard that? I've heard that a lot. And you know what? I'm going to raise my hand and say I've even said that before. But what I have learned is through diligent disciplining, I have experienced more freedom than just being able to do whatever it is I want. Remember, when you throw off all shackles in the sense of, well, I'm just going to do whatever it is that, you know, I feel like it, you know, because I only have one life, that's how the enemy actually enslaves you. But by you disciplining yourself and doing it with your health, you ultimately find true freedom. And not only that, the Lord knows that he'll be able to trust you with spiritual treasures and more importantly, the people around you will see what you are doing, and that is when you are going to be a huge influence for the kingdom of God. That is where you are going to be glorifying the Lord. It's through our disciplines that we all, that we achieve true freedom. Does it make any sense? So I, I hope that you got some value out of this. If you um, have any questions, go back, re-listen to this, right? It's not about you looking good on the outside. It is about you developing your spiritual disciplines. And I believe the fastest way for us to do that is not just sitting in a chair, reading your scriptures and asking the Lord, you know, to um, you know, get you out of whatever problems you're in, which again, those are important. And absolutely, yes, we should be doing that. But we have to learn the discipline of, um, you know, uh, of 
holding, I don't want to say holding your back, but we have to learn the spiritual disciplines of overcoming obstacles. That's what I was, uh, you know, that's what I was looking for. <laughs> and the way that we could do that the fastest is by getting into an exercise program, by getting healthy, by going through the uncomfortable physical, you know, things that we have to go through because that is what's going to get us stronger for the kingdom of God. So that's all I have for you. I hope you got some value out of this. As always, thank you so much for listening. And I'm going to talk to you in the next episode. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining me today. I hope you found this episode informative, inspiring, and most of all, helpful. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, leave a review, and share it with your family and friends. Until next time, keep searching God's word and applying what you have learned to live an abundant life that honors him.